exult, let angel ministers of God exult. Let the trumpet of salvation sound aloud a mighty king's triumph. Be glad, let earth be glad as glory floods Ablaze with light from her eternal King. Let all corners of the earth be glad, knowing an end to gloom and darkness. Rejoice, let Mother Church our soul rejoice, arrayed with the lightning of his glory. This holy building shake with joy, filled with the mighty voices of the peoples. It is truly right and just, with ardent love of mind and heart, and with devoted service of our voice, to acclaim our God invisible, the Almighty Jesus Christ, our Lord, his Son, his only begotten Son, who for our sake paid Adam's debt to the eternal Father, and pouring out his own dear blood, wiped clean the record of our ancient sinfulness. These then face of Passover, in which to slain the lamb, the one true lamb, whose blood anoints the doorposts of believers. This is the night when once you had a forebears, Israel's slavery in Egypt and made them pass dry shot through the Red Sea. This is the night that with the pillar of fire banished the darkness of sin. This is the night that even now throughout the world sets Christian believers apart from worldly vices and from the gloom of sin leading them to grace and joining them to this holy ones this 
Dear friends, now that we have begun our solemn vigil, let us listen with quiet hearts to the word of God. Let us meditate on how God in times past saved his people, and in these the last days has sent us his Son as our Redeemer. Let us pray that our God may complete this paschal work of salvation by the fullness of redemption. Please be seated. A reading from the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God said, let us make man in our own image, in the likeness of ourselves, and let them be masters of the fish of the sea, the birds of heaven, the cattle, all wild beasts, and all the reptiles that crawl upon the earth. God created man in the image of himself. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, saying to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and conquer it. Be masters of the fish of the sea, the birds of heaven, and all the living animals on the earth. God said, See, I give you all the seed-bearing plants that are upon the whole earth, and all the trees with seed-bearing fruit. This shall be your food. To all wild beasts, all birds of heaven, and all living reptiles on the earth, I give all the foliage of plants for food. And so it was. God saw all he had made, and indeed it was very good. The word of the Lord. The Lord fills the earth with his love. The Lord fills the earth. 
Almighty ever-living God, who are wonderful in the ordering of all your works, may those you have redeemed understand that there exists nothing more marvellous than the world of creation in the beginning, except that at the end of the ages Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. reading from the book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. Abraham, Abraham, he called. Here I am, he replied. Take your son, God said, your only child Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him as a burnt offering on a mountain I will point out to you. When they arrived at the place God had pointed out to him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood. Then he stretched out his hand and seized the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham, he said. I am here, he replied. Do not raise your hand against the boy, the angel said. Do not harm him, for now I know you fear God. You have not refused me your son, your only son. Then, looking up, Abraham saw a ram caught by its horns in a bush. Abraham took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. The angel of the Lord called Abraham a second time from heaven. I swear by my own self, 
It is the Lord who speaks. Because you have done this, because you have not refused me your son, your only son, I will shower blessings on you. I will make your descendants as many as the stars of heaven and the grains of sand on the seashore. Your descendants shall gain possession of the gates of their enemies. All the nations of the earth shall bless themselves by your descendants as a reward for your obedience. The word of the Lord. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. I keep the Lord ever at my sight. Since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. And so my heart rejoices, my soul is glad. Even my body shall rest in safety. For you will not know, leave my soul among the dead. Your beloved, no decay. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy. In your presence, at your right hand, happiness forever. O God, who constantly increase your church by your call to the nations, graciously grant to those who wash clean in the waters of baptism an assurance of unfailing protection. We ask this through Christ our Lord. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, O come to the water, all you who are thirsty. Though you have no money, come. Buy corn without money and eat, and at no cost, wine and milk. Why spend money on what is not bread, your wages on what fails to satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and you will have good things to eat and rich food to enjoy. Pay attention 
Come to me, listen, and your soul will live. With you, I will make an everlasting covenant out of the favours promised to David. See, I have made of you a witness to the peoples, a leader and a master of the nations. See, you will summon a nation you never knew. Those unknown will come hurrying to you for the sake of the Lord your God, of the Holy One of Israel, who will glorify you. Seek the Lord while he is still to be found. Call to him while he is still near. Let the wicked man abandon his way, the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn back to the Lord who will take pity on him, to our God who is rich in forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways not your ways. It is the Lord who speaks. Yes, the heavens are as high above earth as my ways are above your ways, my thoughts above your thoughts. Yes, as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and do not return without watering the earth, making it yield and giving growth to provide seed for the sower and bread for the eating, so the word that comes from my mouth does not return to me empty without carrying out my will and succeeding in what it was sent to do. The word of the Lord. Please stand. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, sole hope of the world, who by the preaching of your prophets unveiled the mystery of this present age, graciously increase the longing of your people, for only at the promptings of your grace do the faithful progress in any kind of virtue. Through Christ our Lord. stand. Gloria in excelsis Deo.
Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy Let us pray. O God, who make, make this most sacred night radiant with the glory of the Lord's resurrection, stir up in your church a spirit of adoption, so that renewed in body and mind, we may render you undivided service. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptised in Christ Jesus, we were baptised in his death. In other words, when we were baptised, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by his Father's glory, we too might live a new life. If in union with Christ... We have imitated his death. We shall also imitate him in his resurrection. We must realise that our former selves have been crucified with him to destroy this sinful body and to free us from the slavery of sin. When a man dies, of course, he has finished with sin. But we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ, as we know, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. When he died, he died once for all to sin. So his life now is life with God. And in that way, you too must consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive for God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. Let the sons of Israel say his love has no end. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the first day of the week, At the first sign of dawn, the women went to the tomb with the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the tomb, but on entering, discovered that the body of the Lord Jesus was not there. As they stood there, not knowing what to think, two men in brilliant clothes suddenly appeared at their side. Terrified, The women lowered their eyes. But the two men said to them, Why look among the dead for someone who is alive? He is not here. He has risen. Remember what he told you when he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man had to be handed over 
into the power of sinful men and be crucified and rise again on the third day. And they remembered his words. When the women returned from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the others. The women were Mary of Magdala, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James. The other, with, the other women with them also told the apostles, but this story of theirs seemed pure nonsense, and they did not believe them. Peter, however, went running to the tomb. He bent down and saw the binding clothes, but nothing else. He then went back home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. The recent fire at the cathedral in uh, Paris, Notre Dame, was devastating. To see that beautiful building go up in flames was hard for anyone to watch. There was a moment, a short space of time, in which it seemed that it could have been totally destroyed. The flames ripped through the roof and it looked as if the whole building was at one point alight. How it managed to survive is difficult to fathom, and it was surely only through the efforts of those brave firefighters. After the fire itself, the pictures showed the building severely damaged, but surprisingly strong and solid. You might know that the building itself of Notre Dame dates back some 850 years. There had been a number of churches built in that same site and previously probably also uh, a temple to the Roman gods. In 1160, the work was begun and it was a huge, ambitious plan that was hatched for this church. And for the next 100 years, until its completion, men, women and children, the graces of minds, were engaged in completing and finishing the task. President Macron has said that a similar national effort will have to take place for the building to be repaired and restored to its former glory. It will need people to come together, to work together, to have a common mind to see that the work is completed. He has set the clock running for 2025. This evening, our minds are not on a glorious cathedral, a work which is a wonder of the world, with its flying buttresses, beautiful statues, stonework and stained glass windows. Our mind, instead, this evening, is focused on a tomb that is empty. There is nothing to catch our notice of this tomb, other than what is said is owned by a man of wealth. We know nothing about it other than no one else was said to have been laid there. The tomb was the place where they laid Jesus, 
He was wrapped in clothes, anointed there. The tomb was closed, locked, secured, and guarded. But this tomb, this empty tomb, is greater than any of the mightiest of cathedrals, with all its eye-catching wonders. This tomb might have nothing to adorn it, might have nothing to catch its notice, nothing to make you gasp in wonder, as one of those great cathedrals might do. But in this tomb, the most extraordinary of things happened. This is where Jesus was laid, the same Jesus who was taken as a prisoner, the same Jesus who was tortured, forced to carry the cross and die on the cross. This was where they carried him, not in victory, but in defeat and despondency. Their only plan was to return and complete burial rituals that were interrupted and left until the Sabbath itself was over. But in returning to the tomb, they find it empty and the stone rolled away. It's empty and there is an eerie silence there. It's empty, only the clothes of a dead man are there. It's empty, where before a body broken, scarred and lifeless was once laid. It's empty, where before dead and dashed hopes lay. It's empty, where before there was once dreams that were shattered. It's empty, where before it once was filled with signs of violence, defeat and misery. It's empty now because the one who was once there is now alive. It's empty now because the stone has been rolled away to allow the one in the tomb to come out. It's empty now because something new has happened. It's empty now because there is a new hope afoot. It's empty now because the one who once lay in darkness of the tomb and in the cold, lifeless slab is now alive. The tomb itself symbolizes an end of things, life that ends, plans that are cut short, enterprises that are never completed, dreams that are never realized. In that cold, dark place, everything seems to have ended. But the tomb is empty, and the stone is rolled away. In Jesus, everything is possible for mankind. Our life, our struggles, our dreams, and then our aspirations will never end in failure. They arrive at the tomb, and the tomb is empty, and the stone is rolled away. Everything is possible, because what is contained in the tomb has come out. The one who cannot be imprisoned by this stone, the stone is rolled away from the entrance to allow him to come out. As we look at those flames that shot out of the roof of Notre Dame, it would be very easy, very often, to think that's exactly what happens to our plans. They end up going in flames, destroyed, 
and charred. It would be easy to think that they come to nothing. Instead, Easter gives us a different sign. And the sign is this, that the tomb is empty and the stone is rolled away. What was once dead is now alive and risen. It says to us that we are not created for despondency and darkness. We're not created for failure, but we're created for joy and peace and light. The tomb is opened. The stone is rolled away. Beams of light enter into that dark place. Christ is truly alive. May I ask you please to stand? Dear friends, let us pray to Almighty God for our dear brother who is asking today for baptism. He is called by us and brought to this moment. May God grant him light and strength to follow his son with resolute heart and to profess faith in the church. May he give him a new life of the Holy Spirit whom we are about to call down on this water. May I invite the congregation to please kneel.
Father, you give us the grace through sacramental signs which tell us of the wonders of your unseen power. In baptism, we use your gift of water, which you have made a rich symbol of the grace you give us in the sacrament. At the very dawn of creation, your spirit breathed in the waters, making them the wellspring of all holiness. The waters of the great flood, you made a sign of the waters of baptism that make an end of sin and a new beginning of goodness. Through the waters of the Red Sea, you led Israel out of slavery to be an image of God's holy people, set free from sin by baptism. In the waters of the Jordan, your son was baptised by John and anointed with the Spirit. Your son willed that water and blood should flow from his side as he hung upon the cross. After his resurrection, he told his disciples, Go out and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Father, look now with love upon your church and unseal for it the fountain of baptism. By the power of the Holy Spirit, give to this water the grace of your Son, so that in the sacrament of baptism all those whom you have created in your likeness may be cleansed from sin and rise to a new birth of innocence by water and the Holy Spirit. We ask you, Father, with your Son, to send the Holy Spirit upon the waters of this font. May all who are buried with Christ in the depth of baptism rise also with him to the newness of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. We invite you all to stand. And so I now ask you all, do you reject sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? Do you reject the glamour of evil and refuse to be mastered by sin? Do you reject Satan, father of sin and prince of darkness? with the oil of salvation. In the name of Christ our Saviour, may he strengthen you with his power, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died and was buried, rose from the dead and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting?
God of power and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ has freed you from sin and brought you to a new life through water and the Holy Spirit. He now anoints you with chrism of salvation so that united with his people you may remain forever a member of Christ who is priest, prophet and king. Darren, you have become a new creation and have clothed yourself in Christ. Receive this baptismal garment and bring it unstained to the judgment seat of our Lord Jesus Christ. You have been enlightened by Christ. Walk always as a child of the light. Keep the flame of faith alive in your heart, and when the Lord comes, may you go out to meet him with all the saints in the heavenly places. My dear baptised, born again in Christ by baptism, you have become a member of Christ and of his priestly people. Now you are to share the outpouring of the Holy Spirit among us, the Spirit sent by the Lord upon his apostles at Pentecost and given by them and their successors to the baptised. The promised strength of the Holy Spirit, which you are to receive, will make you more like Christ and help you to be witness to his suffering, death and resurrection. It will strengthen you to be an active member of the church and to build up the body of Christ in faith and love. Dear friends, let us pray to God our Father that he will pour out the Holy Spirit on this newly baptised man 
to strengthen him with his gifts and anoint him to be more like Christ, the Son of God. O powerful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by water and the Holy Spirit, you freed your sons and daughters from sin and gave them a new life. Send your Holy Spirit upon this person to be his helper and guide. Guide him him by the spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of right judgment and courage, spirit of knowledge and reverence, and fill him with the spirit of wonder and awe in your presence. May I ask you to welcome Darren to church this evening. Please be seated for the offertory. Please join in hymn number 659, The Lord is Alive.
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Exultant with gladness, O Lord, we offer the sacrifice by which your church is wondrously reborn and nourished. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, Lord. But on this night, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. He is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying he has destroyed our death, by rising restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. 
Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Jesus Christ has risen today, and happy are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy.
Let us pray. Look upon your church, O God, with unfailing love and favour, so that renewed by the paschal mysteries, she may come to the glory of the resurrection, through Christ our Lord. 
Just finally, on behalf of uh, Father Martin and myself, we just want to wish you a very happy Easter uh, and a very blessing to yourself and all of your families as well. Uh, welcome especially uh, to Darren, uh, who has joined us in the church uh, this evening. and uh, I think he did very well too to negotiate his way through all of that, so uh, well done to you. Uh, so happy day uh, tomorrow for all of you, whatever you might find yourself doing, and hopefully get a chance just at the end of Mass to, to wish you a happy Easter. So the Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Please join in our final hymn, number 678, Thine Be the Glory.